Welcome to the Stephen Mansfield Podcast. To start this podcast off, I want to ask you some questions to see if you know the answers. Now, relax a little bit. I'm going to take a little time with this, and I'm not going to tell you where I'm going, but I think I'm going to make an important point ultimately, so just go along for the ride here for a bit. If I ask you what happened on 4 July 1776, almost all of you could answer that, right? The United States became a nation. Uh, sometime around that time, the Declaration of Independence was uh, ratified or approved, And all of us know what obviously the 4th of July is. If I asked you what significant event happened in 1865, almost all of you would know that the U.S. Civil War ended in 1865. You might also have said that Abraham Lincoln was shot because that happened at at about the same time. but, But all of you would pretty much know that. If I said more specifically, what happened on November the 11th, 1918, I think a huge portion of you would know that that's the end of World War I. That's when World War I officially ended. And of course, the United States was very involved in that. If I asked you, what's the most significant event of the 1930s? Most of you would say, well, the Great Depression was going on. And so therefore, the U.S. government answered with the New Deal. Okay, that's what most people would answer in the United States today. Uh, If I asked what's the most significant event in 1945, I imagine most of you would say World War Two ended victory in World War Two. And if I asked you more specific questions like, you know, what happened in on August 8, 1974, Um, I think probably most of you would know that that's when Richard Nixon resigned. Some of you might have guessed that that was the end of the Vietnam War. But but anyway, you, you would know approximately that that's when that happened. But let me ask you a different set of questions. What happened on October 22, 1879? What happened on October 22nd, 1879? Any ideas? Let me ask you this. What was the biggest thing that happened in 1891? Any thoughts? How about if I asked you what happened on December 17th, 1903? Would you know? Would you have any idea? And suppose I asked you what's the big event that happened in 1981? What's the biggest thing that happened in 1981? Or suppose I said on June 29, 2007, something huge happened. What was it? What was it? Well, I'm playing a little bit of a game with you, as you can already figure out. But I imagine that most of you can't answer those. Uh, what happened on those important dates that I gave you in that second list. Let me tell you what they were first, and then I'll tell you why most of us are unable to answer those questions. On October 22nd, 1879, Thomas Edison's first successful experiment with the electric light occurred. Pretty major event for the world. October 22nd, 1879. On that date, 1891, that I asked you about, 
That's when Thomas Edison developed the kinetoscope, which is the beginning of the entire movie industry, which has, of course, changed the world. Obviously, it's digital these days, but it changed the entire world. On December 17th, 1903, I asked you about that date. Did you know what happened that date? That's when the Wright brothers, for the first time, flew a plane that was heavier than air. It's the first time it had happened. The Wright brothers flew a plane that was heavier than air because they had solved the problems of lift and other such aerodynamic issues. And when I asked you what was the big event that happened in 1981, some of you might have said that's when Ronald Reagan was shot. You might have said some things like that. But uh, did you know that that's when the first laptop computer was developed and issued by Epson? And what about June 29, 2007? Did I ask you about that? Do you know what that was? Well, that's when the iPhone was released. That's the beginning of the iPhone. Of course, I, Apple is now celebrating in, in this year its 10th anniversary of the iPhone. Now, the fundamental difference between these two lists, these two uh, groups of dates that I've asked you about, is uh, that the first ones... They, you, there's a case to be made that some of them are famous because they were about world wars and things like that. But the first group of dates are all actions of government, the New Deal, the beginnings of wars, the birth of nations, uh, the resignation of a president. I could have gone on with more things like, you know, what, what was the date that the, the Hoover Dam was built and things like that, you know, but they are all actions of government. The second list are all world-changing actions, largely in the field of technology, of private firms and private individuals. And I want to use this, uh, these two lists and my asking you of these questions to illustrate a point. And it is that our education, whether it's private or public, upscale, low-scale, that doesn't matter, our education system tends to emphasize the actions of government. It tends to be about government. After all, most of us went to public schools. I sure did. Uh, never went to a private elementary or high school in my life. Went to public schools the whole time in the Department of Defense schools around the world. And so uh, I'm not suggesting there's any sinister conspiracy. I'm not even complaining about it. I'm just saying we need to be aware that our education, for the most part, was state-sponsored. That's what public schools are. And so our history courses, a lot of our education, is about the progress of government, particularly, by the way, a Department of Defense <laughs> school system around the world that I was in. You know, we were part of that system. My father went to work every day to uh, extend the cause of American democracy around the world. So obviously, our textbooks contain that story. Obviously, the main dates we learned were about the works of government. But I want to suggest that what we don't have represented in our education and therefore in our knowledge base as much as we should are the works of private individuals or private firms that change the world through innovation and discovery. It's not something we talk about 
enough. We might talk about the evolution of the cotton gin. We might talk about, uh, you know, certain technologies, the clipper ship. And, you know, we almost certainly mentioned Thomas Edison once in a while, though we're not sometimes 100% sure of what he did. Um, and sometimes we even have, I understand the difference between a musket and a rifle and rifling within a cannon. I mean, there are technological things like that that we discuss. But for the most part, in our teaching of history, we don't tend to emphasize the work of private firms. We don't tend to emphasize the gifts of technology and the innovations of technology. We don't tend to emphasize the way those things change the world. Where would we be without Thomas Edison's electric light? Where would we be without his first work in movies? And by the way, he made hundreds of movies. Um, where would we be without the Wright brothers? Goodness, I fly almost every other day of my life. Where would I be without the Wright brothers? But I don't think most of us knew that date. Um, where would we be without the first laptop computer? I don't know about you, but laptop computer is in my lap a good chunk of my life as I write books and blogs and review things and write articles and do all the things that I do. Thank God for the evolution of the computer. Now, there had been a lot of evolution of the computer before 1981, but that was the first laptop computer. And it's the laptop computer that has changed most of our lives. And of course, a decade ago, June 29, 2007, the iPhone, all of those done by private firms, all of those gifts to mankind, all of those as transforming or perhaps even more transforming than some of the dates that I have mentioned about government. Now, certainly I understand why we know the dates of the beginnings and ends of, of world wars, but I think uh, this is an important point for us to consider that we need to realize that lives are being made better through technology, that they are being made better uh, a great deal through private firms and innovators and discoverers and uh, researchers and geeky little people with green eyed shades who sit in laboratories and work hard in their field. And I think that story needs to be told more. I think that's something that we need to be talking about. I think that's something we need to be inspiring the young with. And I think that's something we need to be emphasizing. And I'm bringing all of this up. And by the way, this is the first of a two-part podcast, so I will not finish in this podcast. I'll continue it next time. But I'm bringing all of this up because while we are paying attention to news almost every day about hurricanes and about Donald Trump and about North Korea and all of that kind of thing, and we need to, and it's valid, and I'm, I'm not one who's anti the news industry, so no, this is not any of it fake news. It all needs to be talked about. What we are missing, many of us, are the technological innovations and the innovators and the, and the researchers and the technologists who are changing our world. And I think in the wake of Hurricane Irma, something pretty huge is about to happen. And it could be uh, epochal in the true sense. It could be epic making. It, it could be absolutely transforming. And I wonder if any of us know what it is. Something has just been agreed to uh, in the wake of the Irma hurricane and the devastation that it has left that is a major step forward in an area of technology. And I wonder if any of us know about it. I wonder if we realize the significance of it. I'm going to talk about it in the next podcast, but let me just say this for now, because I like to keep my podcast short. If you if you can't listen to one of my podcasts during a bathroom session or a quick little workout uh, or in the car going to work, then I've gone too long. 
But I want to say, let's be sure that we do not allow the statist orientation of a lot of our education, the government orientation a lot of, of a lot of our education. And again, a lot of that's valid. But the progress of America, the progress of most countries is not about the work of government only. It's not about the work of federal programs only or state programs only or Supreme Court decisions only. Significant? Yes. But a lot of the progress of mankind has occurred as individuals have plied their trade and their intelligence to research projects, to laboratory work, to technological innovations, and have changed the world. Do we know the name Norman Borlaug, for example, who innovated a new kind of wheat that didn't succumb to its own weight and led to millions being fed? Uh, do we, of course, we know the name of Steve Jobs, who helped to innovate the iPhone using technologies others had developed. And look at what that's done. It's changing the world. It's elevating um, people out of poverty. It's allowing for the transfer of funds that's changing entire economies. And, and of course, far beyond all the innovate, all the entertainment issues involved in a phone. It's it, these technologies are actually changing the world. Um, do we know the names of some of these people, important people? Yes, we know Edison. Uh, yes, we know Robert Fulton. Um, but there are a lot of people whose names we don't know. And the problem is not just that we don't know their names. The problem is that we may miss trends happening today. Well, in my next podcast, I'm going to talk about something that's happening that I think has the potential to be uh, massively transforming in our generation. It was all made necessary by the devastations of Hurricane Irma. And I wonder if you'll be able to think up what it is between now and the time we talk next. Stephen Mansfield is a New York Times bestselling author, a popular speaker, and a frequent faith and culture commentator on Fox and CNN. His groundbreaking books on faith and society include The Faith of George W. Bush, the Search for God in Guinness, Mansfield's Book of Manly Men, and Lincoln's Battle with God. Learn more at stephenmansfield.tv.